0: Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. Just goes to show the, off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. It, it makes it almost impossible for their, uh, for their bats to get going or have any confidence in the locker room when you're getting absolutely hosed on the uh, defensive end. He's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It's their defense, man. Megan Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. You saw Luca. I'm very intrigued to see how Luca bounces back after his first playoff series. For next season, there are massive free agents like Giannis. And if Giannis goes to a team like the Heat, like I said before, um, I expect them to win the championship. Four teams who could win the AFC, in my mind, legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. Stay undefeated when they face the mighty, mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing to have the Astros win a World Series and then you have to hear them. Al LeBron's a four time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just, it's unacceptable. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Palat, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I think you have two established number one wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. And I think you have an emerging star in C.D. Lamb. Hey, everyone. I'm Jared Sandler, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our ALCS and LCS review And World Series Preview, because it is finally here, and Austin and I have yet to predict a championship with the new format for postseason. We have done it before, but whenever we try to do it at the beginning of the postseason, we have yet to do it as we failed with our MLB postseason predictions. But let's just talk about, I want to save the NLCS, because that was a much better series than the ALCS. Because the only, the closest game was the first game. And I think even the second game when Carlos Correa had a walk-off. Or was that in the first game? Austin.
1: Uh, I can't even remember. I think that was the first game.
0: Yeah, because I looked up. Here are the scores. First game, 5-4 you know, Astros. So that has to be the walk-off. Game 2 was 9-5 Red Sox. And game three, twelve to three, Red Sox. Then nine to two, Astros. When they just went off in the ninth inning, er, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, ninth inning. Astros nine to one, and then Astros five nothing. It's just so it was kind of hit or miss. Like one offense was hot, the other was not. So,
1: or you could say the same about the pitcher. Either the pitcher was on, or all the other pitchers were off. So. Yeah, it was not a good series. And even though it went six, just like the other series did, it, it didn't have that much intensity, I would say. Um, all the games, I was turning off before they ended because of the score except for the first one. And uh, that's kind of how it works when you're a heavily offensive team like the Astros and Red Sox. Uh, they don't, They both don't have the greatest pitching in the world. So if you don't get a stellar showing from them,
0: that's how it's going to turn out. And then, of course, we have to talk about the Astros. So they finally did make it to the World Series. They are not cheating, as of right now, unless something else. But nothing else is probably going to come up. They they did this on their own. Um, Dusty Baker has done a good job taking over this t- team and like dealing with the all the outside noise. And they've been able to make it. And now he gets close to getting another World Series or getting his first World Series. And it's his first time. Do you know the last team he was? A part yes, of yeah, teams? it was the 2002 Giants. Yeah, and they lost to so. the Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, so he gets closer, but I just hate the Astros being this close to a World Series. But it this it is a great roster. It is a no one. Yeah, roster.
1: this is my thing. When we get mad at them for cheating. It's not because they were bad and got better. They were already great, and then they added cheating. You add an extra, uh, you add to your abilities, all of them. That's why I think that those games against the Yankees, they would have lost at least one of them, uh, and the Yankees would have won that series because they were already great, and so were the Yankees obviously that year. But when you add on cheating, you're given such an advantage that. How are you supposed to lose, especially when you're at your home field? So I I, I I don't want the Astros to win necessarily, but I'm very confident that this time they're not cheating because if they get found cheating again, I'm pretty sure the team's going to have to move out of Houston or ca- just, just
0: absolute man. absolute chaos would occur. So I think now we can move on to the NLCS. And just talk about the intensity. Like it's a rematch. The first two games are walk offs, and then the third game, the Braves blow that lead, and, and then, they only went six to five. The Dodgers do, yeah, six to five. Like and it, it was just so intense because the Braves, it was a it was almost David versus Goliath. Because, sort of. Uh, I mean, there were of players because, out, but. Yeah. Still. That's why I said almost. Yeah. If, but... uh,
1: if the Dodgers still had Kershaw, if the Dodgers still had other guys who were out, Muncie, who was out with injury. Uh, Turner if, got out. Yeah. It, I don't know if the Braves would have had a chance if they had Kershaw and Muncie 100%. Uh, maybe they do, but that would be the real David versus Goliath that we're never going to see. But I think I speak for America besides Houston when I say that the Braves are like the team America wants to win. So it was a great and series want, and they don't even have Acuna. They don't have uh, uh Soroka. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they're just, and Acuna is probably in my opinion, the second best player in the NL first best when it comes to actually the, the player, like, like player on the field. Well, well, Not player on the field, but a hitter. Guy who's not a pitcher because I say Degrom is the best player, in okay, you know, gotcha.
0: I was I was wondering who number one was. Yeah, I would say Degrom,
1: best player, and
0: then best positional player would be Acuna. Yeah, so, I agree. And the thing with the Braves is, they made trades. They could have sent it in, and this is definitely going to go into your full. I to well, an extent, exact... I want to win, but yeah. I kind of think the rebuild. You can work it sometimes, but sometimes you got to go all for it. And the Braves went all for it. The Braves it were they got 51
1: and 53 at one point in the season. And they could have given up. They couldn't give given up. This is the same story with the uh, Nationals when they were 19 and 31, or the St. Louis Blues when they were the worst team in the league in December uh, of the NHL. There's a lot of times when you just got to be like, I believe in the guys in the locker room more than I believe in
0: rebuilding which i never believe in rebuilding so that's pretty easy for me yeah um to an extent i think i make those trades um i just don't give up a key piece which i don't think they did but let's talk about like those trades because you got Soler, who was one of the hottest player one of the hottest players in the postseason until he got out with covid you had jock tober you had jock peterson's That was the first guy and then you got Duvall back and then Eddie Rosario, while he was injured, that he was last for year. Oh, that was last year. That okay. oh, that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, that I was twenty nineteen. I think Rosario was traded.
1: No, that was twenty. Maybe that was twenty twenty. I don't think that was this year. I don't think Rosario was
0: traded this year. He, the Braves acquired Eddie Rosario at the trade deadline, July thirtieth, from Cleveland, where he signed a one year deal for eight million for twenty twenty one. Yeah, 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 yeah. he was traded... Oh, wait.
1: You're telling me they traded Pablo Sandoval this year? Because that's who he, tra- he was traded for. Eddie Rosario was yeah. traded for Pablo Sandoval. I'm pretty sure... It- no, no, you're right. I'm just confused. Because I didn't know Pablo Sandoval was on the Braves this year. I knew he was on the team last year. That's crazy. But uh, still... This just shows how bad the Indians are, or just their ownership. I feel really bad for the Indians fans, because they are trading everybody away for no one. Literally no one. Do you know who that got back? Pablo Sandoval, and they released Pablo Sandoval in two seconds. Well, yeah. It was the salary dump for them. Eddie Rosario know, eight, isn't making that big of a salary. It's not much of a salary dump. It's a, I don't want to pay this much
0: money. Well, they didn't want to pay $8 million, and Cleveland... Is their, the team their, that their, their team their small is market. worth combined like
1: fifty. Now they traded everybody besides Jose Ramirez. That is it, and Roberto Perez. But Roberto, I don't think he's being on those 120, But he's one of the best defensive catchers in the league. So uh, it's just, I hate ownership like that that it refuses refuses to pay refuses. That is just like. I would rather make money than make a good team, and that's I, I feel like the Indians were a playoff team. They definitely they definitely were. They finished eighty and eighty two, and they shipped everybody. They probably would have gotten at least ninety wins, if not ninety two wins, and challenged the Yankees and Red Sox for that
0: playoff spot. That's a good point. Um, I've just the Indians have the trades so. The trade that sticks out to me is trading Corey Kluber and getting Emmanuel Class A and Delano Shields, but Delano Shields stay up. But Emmanuel Class A is very, very good pitching-wise, and that is definitely not an equal trade. Yeah, you players. guys
1: you guys had got one inning of Kluber. One for Emmanuel Class A. That, that's an expensive
0: inning, just putting that out there. Yeah, so that's why I I think there comes a point, which it, it is on ownership. Like Cubs did the same thing where they're like, we don't want to pay our players. They didn't want to pay Baez, Rizzo, or Bryant, so they ship them off. So I think maybe that's a conversation we could have for another time. But with the Braves just making those trades, in contrast to the teams we've been talking about, they they have all stepped up rosario was the mvp for the nlcs so i think that transitions us into the mvps um alvarez played incredible for the astros um what do you want to focus on for him and him being the alcs mvp well we just had hits in big moments him and kyle tucker
1: did and yulia guriel uh it's going to be a big competition. He's the DH. His job is to hit. And I'm interested to see who's going to be the DH for the Braves this uh, series. While they're in Houston, who the DH is going to be. I would assume it'll be uh, Solaire. is coming back from uh, being on the COVID list. And maybe it's Jock Peterson and put Solaire in the outfield. See which one is better outfield-wise and then start the other one in the uh, DH spot. But uh, Alvarez needs to come through. He's an, a terrible defensive player, and that's why he does not play in the field ever because he, he he's almost incapable of doing anything in the field. I've watched some of his his highlights, and by highlights, they're bad lights. They're not good. Low lights, whatever you want to call it. But he's one of the best hitters in the MLB, and uh, he deservedly won the ALCS MVP. It was a big reason why they won, especially in a, such a high-scoring series. So... I definitely anticipate him being a big part of their win or loss, whether or not he performs well or doesn't, uh, is going to have a major impact in this series.
0: Yeah, so let's move on to the World Series preview. So pitching advantage, I'm probably going to say Astros because I think the Braves do have some high-quality pitchers. It's just when I think of their bullpen, I would defer to the Astros with bullpen. Then yeah, the Presley, Braves-
1: Graveman. Yeah, that's a pretty good tandem right there. And uh, the Braves need to stop playing Luke Jackson before they he ruins their entire season because his postseason era is like 40. So,
0: I don't know. They've also, Tyler Matzik has pitched every game. Yeah, there's
1: a long break. He'll probably pitch in game one.
0: Well, he'll probably pitch in game one, but you, like, their bullpen has not been able to rest. Like the Astros bullpen has been able to rest because of just how when you yeah when you're just showing somebody nine to one, uh, you don't really need to take out your
1: your best reliever and put them in the game. Yeah, but I I'll, I'll agree with you.
0: I'll say Astros have the pitching advantage. Now hitting advantage, I think I'm going to say Astros again.
1: This one's really close, and I'm going to call it a draw, because it depends on who's playing well, because we've seen Altuve and Bregman not play well, but we've also seen Freddie Freeman at points not play well. So if it's who's ever hot will be the better hitting team. If Rosario can keep it going, if Freddie Freeman gets it going, if Austin Riley... Jock Peterson, Jorge Soler, Adam Duvall, Dansby Swanson can all get it going, I would say Braves. But if Altuve gets it back on, if Yuli Gurriel and uh, Jordan Alvarez continue their success, if Carlos Correa continues his success, I would say Astros. But this one's close enough to where I, I really can't choose a winner. It's just who's on that
0: night. Okay, I'm like, it is very close, but I think I'm just going to side with the Astros just because of Correa Alvarez. And while we have, so is coming back from COVID, so we don't know how he is doing. And hopefully Freeman is just starting to heat up, but it is close. So now must perform list. Let's do Astros. I think they, um, it just came out that Lance McCullers is out for this series. So we saw one pitcher do incredibly well, and that was, uh, Valdez, who went eight innings against the Red Sox. I think if he can play, that's a big thing. And then another player is Carlos Correa, and then I'll probably say Alex Bregman. I think he is a must. He is a guy that really, if he shows up, it definitely goes to the Astros' favor.
1: Yeah. So this must perform list just for everybody listening is players that must perform, on, uh, uh must perform in this series, or they will cost them the series. I'm going to say Gurriel and Alvarez need to keep it going. And then a pitcher needs to perform at Cy Young levels. Whether it's Granky somehow coming back and being amazing. Or it's one a Graveman or Presley ha- playing in every game almost and pitching exceptionally. Someone needs to have a Cy Young performance in order to either close out this series or get it off to a hot start.
0: All right, now on to the Braves and the must-perform list. I'm going to go Albies. Um, I'm going to go pitching, starting pitching. They need to go farther into the innings, which is tough because they've really cycled through a couple. But um, if they can go far into the innings, then they don't have to go into their bullpen as much. So you can rely on guys, but you can also give them a break. And then my third person is probably Freddie Freeman. He he did not start off well in the NLCS, but then he started getting hot. So hopefully he continues to stay hot, and then that will help the Braves because he got the game, he got the series winning hit against the Brewers. He got that walk off. Well, it wasn't a walk off. He got that game winning home run. So what is your list?
1: Um, my list is Charlie Morton, uh, Jock Peterson, and Freddie Freeman. Jock Peterson has been a major part of every series that they've won. Freddie Freeman is the heart and soul of Atlanta. And Charlie Morton, well, he will start two games during this series if it goes far. He has to win both. They have to win the two Charlie Morton starts. If they do that, they will win this series. I can guarantee it. If the Braves win both Charlie Morton starts, they will win the series. So I they cannot afford to lose a start from one of the best pitchers in baseball. They can't. And the fact that he is playing well so far this postseason, uh, only adds to that. And I'm I'm excited to see uh what's gonna happen. He he has yeah. played and now This is his third World Series with three different teams. He was on the 2017 uh, Cheater uh, Cheater Shows. He was on the 2020 Tampa Bay Rays. And now he's on the 2021 Braves. So he's been in big moments, and he needs to come through. Or uh, it's not going to be looking pretty for a team that needs all the
0: help they can get, especially with all the injuries they have. Yeah, he was close to being on my list. But um I also said Albies because Albies hasn't really gotten we haven't seen the damage he's done. He hasn't been able to do that this so far and this in the postseason, like what we saw during this season. So I think if he comes up, that's huge. But let's just say not for points. Who do you have winning? I'm probably gonna say Astros in six, even though that hurts to say. I just I don't know how how much farther the Braves can go even though I it would be so happy that the Braves win, but I just, if I say the Astros are going to win, hopefully the opposite happens, but it's probably going to be the Astros winning.
1: So you have Astros in six. Yes. Um, I'm going to go Astros in five. Uh, I think they win the first Charlie Morton start uh, Tuesday, and then their pitching really can't get going. So, you and I agree on the winner. We just disagree on the games. I, I want to be wrong, but the last time the Braves made the championship, uh, they got swept by the Yankees in 99. And that was a long, long, long time ago. So this team isn't as experienced and while, oh wow, they made it to the uh, NLCS last year, but they just picked up Solaire, Peterson, Duvall. Duvall wasn't on the team last year, but they're picking up guys who don't necessarily don't necessarily have that all that experience. So I I I it's gonna be. I hope it's a better series than I anticipate, but uh, we'll find out uh, Tuesday when it starts.
0: Yeah, you and I agree. I I just I think the magic runs out with the Braves. Like I I just I think if Acuna were playing, it, it's Totally different story. If Acuna was or, playing, I
1: would give the Braves the edge because I think that he's a catalyst for this team, and I think that they could will it to happen. But Acuna didn't play all that well
0: last NLCS, so I don't know. Yeah, I maybe I, it's just Soroka. If Soroka is here, I probably defer to the Braves, even without Acuna.
1: If they had Acuna and Soroka, that would be the time I'd probably say that they have a good chance of winning because they need okay. a starting pitcher, and they just don't have it. Yeah, I'm just Ian saying
0: a- Soroka or Acuna. So I'm saying if I had to choose between one, I'd probably choose Soroka because of the starting pitching. That's the thing that pushes Astros over Braves for me.
1: I think what puts this over the edge the experience. Um, experience. This entire Astros team has been to multiple World Series. Uh, they, even, even the guys who haven't been there, like Alvarez didn't go to the 2017 one, Michael Brantley didn't, but they were both on the 2019 team. Um, I, I, I really do anticipate this to be not the best series in the world. And, uh, this MLB playoffs have been a little bit under- underperforming for my like. I know there has been a fair share of walk-offs, but the entire ALCS was terrible, basically. And... Every game was a blowout. And I hate seeing blowouts. And it seemed like almost every game besides the Dodgers series versus... The Dodgers series versus the Giants had been the best series so far. Every game was close. Within four runs is what I define as close. So... I mean, it's going to have to be a... This is really David versus Goliath. Not only is Goliath the bad guy, but... They're really undermatched, so I I, I hope it, it's a more enticing series than I let on, but uh, it's not looking like that to start out.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think you make some solid points, and also another David and Goliath, a true David and Goliath matchup. Um, so that concludes our CS our conference series previews and our World Series preview, so be on the lookout for when we do a review and all our other videos. Thank you for checking out Outsiders Opinions.